This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. Are you longing to go on a journey to discover your identity and purpose? Stay tuned to hear more about how Natasha Sistrunk Robinson's book, A Sojourner's Truth, can help you do just that. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Your word is truth, your word is life. Presented by Innervar City Press. Your word is truth, your word is life. A daily audio Bible podcast read by Dr. Christina Edmondson. And Akemeni Uwen. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament Reading Joshua chapter 2 through chapter 4 Chapter 2 Joshua sends spies into the land. Joshua, son of Nun, sent two spies out from Shittim secretly and instructed them, Find out what you can about the land, especially Jericho. They stopped at the house of a prostitute named Rahab and spent the night there. The king of Jericho received this report. Note well, Israelite men have come here tonight to spy on the land. So the king of Jericho sent this order to Rahab. Turn over the men who came to you, the ones who came to your house for they have come to spy on the whole land. But the woman hid the two men and replied, Yes, these men were clients of mine, but I didn't know where they came from. When it was time to shut the city gate for the night, the men left. I don't know where they were heading. Chase after them quickly, for you have time to catch them. Now she had taken them up to the roof and hidden them in the stalks of flax she had spread out on the roof. Meanwhile, the king's men tried to find them on the road to the Jordan River near the fords. The city gate was shut as soon as they set out in pursuit of them. Now before the spies went to sleep, Rahab went up to the roof. She said to the men, I know the Lord is handing this land over to you. We are absolutely terrified of you, and all who live in the land are cringing before you. For we heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea before you when you left Egypt, and how you annihilated the two Amorite kings. Sihon and Og, on the other side of the Jordan. When we heard the news, we lost our courage, and no one could even breathe for fear of you. For the Lord your God is God in heaven above and on earth below. So now, promise me this with an oath sworn in the Lord's name. Because I have shown allegiance to you, show allegiance to my family. Give me a solemn pledge that you will spare the lives of my father, mother, brothers, sisters, and all who belong to them, and will rescue us from death. The men said to her, If you die, may we die too. 
If you do not report what we've been up to, then we will show unswerving allegiance to you when the Lord hands the land over to us. Then Rahab let them down by a rope through the window. Her house was built as part of the city wall. She lived in the wall. She told them, head to the hill country so the ones chasing you don't find you. Hide from them there for three days, long enough for those chasing you to return. Then you can be on your way. The men said to her, We are not bound by this oath you made us swear unless the following conditions are met. When we invade the land, tie this red rope in the window through which you let us down, and gather together in your house your father, mother, brothers, and all who live in your father's house. Anyone who leaves your house will be responsible for his own death. We are innocent in that case. But if anyone with you in the house is harmed, we will be responsible. If you should report what we've been up to, we are not bound by this oath you made us swear. She said, I agree to these conditions. She sent them on their way and then tied the red rope in the window. They went to the hill country and stayed there for three days, long enough for those chasing them to return. Their pursuers looked all along the way but did not find them. Then the two men returned. They came down from the hills, crossed the river, came to Joshua, son of Nun, and reported to him all they had discovered. They told Joshua, Surely the Lord is handing over all the land to us. All who live in the land are cringing before us. Chapter 3 Israel Crosses the Jordan Bright and early the next morning, Joshua and the Israelites left Shittim and came to the Jordan. They camped there before crossing the river. After three days, the leaders went through the camp and commanded the people, When you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God being carried by the Levitical priests, you must leave here and walk behind it. But stay about 3,000 feet behind it. Keep your distance so you can see which way you should go, for you have not traveled this way before. Joshua told the people, Ritually consecrate yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will perform miraculous deeds among you. Joshua told the priest, Pick up the Ark of the Covenant and pass on ahead of the people. So they picked up the Ark of the Covenant and went ahead of the people. The Lord told Joshua, This very day I will begin to honor you before all Israel, so they will know that I am with you just as I was with Moses. Instruct the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant. When you reach the bank of the Jordan River, wade into the water. Joshua told the Israelites, Come here and listen to the words of the Lord your God. Joshua continued, This is how you will know the living God is among you and that he will truly drive out before you the Canaanites, Hittites, Hivites, Perizzites, Girgashites, Amorites, and Jebusites. Look, the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of the whole earth is ready to enter the Jordan ahead of you. Now select for yourselves twelve men from the tribes of Israel, one per tribe. When the feet of the priests carrying the Ark of the Lord, the Lord of the whole earth, touch the water of the Jordan, the water coming downstream toward you will stop flowing and pile up. So when the people left their tents to cross the Jordan, the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant went ahead of them. When the ones carrying the ark reached the Jordan, and the feet of the priests carrying the ark touched the surface of the water, the Jordan is at flood stage all during the harvest time. The water coming downstream towards them stopped flowing. It piled up far upstream at Adam, the city near Zarathon. There was no water at all flowing to the sea of the Rift Valley, the Salt Sea. The people crossed the river opposite Jericho. The priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stood firmly on dry ground in the middle of the Jordan. All Israel crossed over on dry ground until the entire nation was on the other side. Chapter 4 Israel 
commemorates the crossing. When the entire nation was on the other side, the Lord told Joshua, Select for yourselves twelve men from the people, one per tribe. Instruct them, pick up twelve stones from the middle of the Jordan, from the very place where the priests stand firmly, and carry them over with you, and put them in the place where you camp tonight. Joshua summoned the twelve men he had appointed from the Israelites, one per tribe. Joshua told them, Go in front of the ark of the Lord your God to the middle of the Jordan. Each of you is to put a stone on his shoulder, according to the number of the Israelite tribes. The stones will be a reminder to you. When your children ask someday, Why are these stones important to you? Tell them how the water of the Jordan stopped flowing before the ark of the covenant of the Lord. When it crossed the Jordan, the water of the Jordan stopped flowing. These stones will be a lasting memorial for the Israelites. The Israelites did just as Joshua commanded. They picked up 12 stones, according to the number of the Israelite tribes, from the middle of the Jordan as the Lord had instructed Joshua. They carried them over with them to the camp and put them there. Joshua also set up 12 stones in the middle of the Jordan in the very place where the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant stood. They remain there to this very day. Now the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant were standing in the middle of the Jordan until everything the Lord commanded Joshua to tell the people was accomplished. In accordance with all that Moses had commanded Joshua, the people went across quickly. And when all the people had finished crossing, the Ark of the Lord and the priests crossed as the people looked on. The Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh crossed over armed for battle ahead of the Israelites, just as Moses had instructed them. About 40,000 battle-ready troops marched past the Lord to fight on the Rift Valley plains of Jericho. That day, the Lord brought honor to Joshua before all Israel. They respected him all his life, just as they had respected Moses. The Lord told Joshua, Instruct the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenantal Laws to come up from the Jordan. So Joshua instructed the priests, Come up from the Jordan. The priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord came up from the middle of the Jordan. And as soon as they set foot on dry land, the water of the Jordan flowed again and returned to flood stage. The people went up from the Jordan on the tenth day of the first month and camped in Gilgal on the eastern border of Jericho. Now Joshua set up in Gilgal the twelve stones they had taken from the Jordan. He told the Israelites, When your children someday ask their fathers, What do these stones represent? Explain to your children. Israel crossed the Jordan River on dry ground. For the Lord your God dried up the water of the Jordan before you while you crossed over. It was just like when the Lord your God dried up the Red Sea before us while we crossed it. He has done this so all the nations of the earth might recognize the Lord's power. And so you might always obey the Lord your God. New Testament reading, Luke chapter 9, verses 21 through 27. But he forcefully commanded them not to tell this to anyone, saying, The Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders, chief priests, and the experts in the law, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. A call to discipleship. Then he said to them all, If anyone wants to become my follower, he must deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life because of me will save it. For what does it benefit a person if he gains the whole world, but loses or forfeits himself? 
For whoever is ashamed of me and my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed of that person when he comes in his glory, and in the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. But I tell you most certainly, there are some standing here who will not experience death before they see the kingdom of God. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Gracious, miracle-working, way-making God, we thank you, O Lord, for your strong and mighty arm to deliver us, to carry us through, to stop the seas and the rivers and the oceans from flowing, to bring about your children to the promises that are yes and amen in you. We thank you, O Lord, for this reminder that nothing will get between us and the promises that you have made to us because you have sworn by your very self. God, we thank you for your love, your mercy, and your compassion. We thank you, O God, that you indeed love your people and that when we entrust ourselves to you, when we commit to living for the one who died for us, you see us through. You never fail. And not only do you extend blessings to us, your people, but to those that are in our household. We thank you for these covenantal blessings as we're reminded of the story of Rahab's courage, O God. We thank you, O Lord, that your mercy, your grace, and your protection did not pass her by. And we thank you, O God, that if we are in you, your grace and your mercy and your protection will not pass us by. We thank you, O God, for this reminder that we must commit ourselves to you and that we are not to live with shame of who you are or your word. God, correct us. Correct us. For when we find ourselves being ashamed of the thrice holy God, correct us. When we find ourselves attempting to clean up your will, your word, and your ways, God, we are the ones who need your purifying power. We are the ones that need to be cleaned up and made right before you. And we thank you that you have done this through the blood of the Lamb. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for your perfect, perfect life and for your sacrifice on our behalf. And we thank you, O God, for the power of the Holy Spirit to justify us, sanctify us, and glorify us. It is in your name that we pray, give thanks, and entrust ourselves. Amen and amen. A Sojourner's Truth tells the journey of Natasha Sistrunk Robinson as she embraces her calling as a speaker, mentor, and thought leader. Intertwined with her story is the story of Moses, who was also a leader born into a marginalized group of people. Throughout this book, Natasha highlights character and leadership development, bridge building across ethnic, socioeconomic, and gender lines, and how our allegiance to Christ matters in our daily living. Get your copy of A Sojourner's Truth today at ivpress.com. And as a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code, the word. That's promo code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at ivpress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, Think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. 
Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios and our executive producer is Helen Lee. Let's go, so to see.